Academy Radio. Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of Popular Side Pod. I'm here with me, Fingal. Uh, hi, I'm Carl. Me, um, and me, Dylan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know you'd actually said anything there, Andrew. And Carl, a bit of emphasis, please. I, I know you're not sitting in your favourite chair, but still, that, that, that's no excuse for lackluster performance. Speaking of lackluster performances, Palace nil, City nil. Yeah, well, you just nearly won, in all fairness. 90 mm-hmm. minute penalty. You just didn't put it away. But I, I think you Did you miss. I think you missed like your last penalty before that as well. Yeah, but. Um, but take a. No, we had a penalty before that Milojevic had scored, and then Benteke. Before that, Benteke had taken the ball off Milojevic to um, muff it up. Who took the penalty for Palace? Milojevic. It was a terrible penalty, but. You can't yeah, blame it. It was like a right at the death of a game against Man City, in which we'd had very limited possessions and we're going to be tired. To be honest, I was quite surprised you drew against City because I was expecting it to I was be a quite a one-sided I game. I was expecting a shellacking, but um, I mean, last time we lost six, five or six nil. Yeah, I think so it's an improvement. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry, the only other team to draw against them is Everton. I mean, that's better than Spurs, Liverpool, Liverpool and Chelsea. And Arsenal. And Arsenal and Man United. <laughs> uh, stop moving the wire. Just keep it. Just keep it held. Well, I didn't drop it, did I? No, but the fact is, you're moving the wire, and that's causing sound. So I'm still keeping it held. That's fine. So I was right. No, because no. you weren't. Do- you weren't doing that. Is you still keeping it held? That's not what you were doing, <laughs> though. Unlucky Fingal. That's what we were saying. You were because you were moving all this, causing sound fluctuations for the poor listeners. You were already having to sit through this podcast. <laughs> anyway, after that, we moved on to we played Southampton. We beat them two one with um. Oh, it was MacArthur and Zaha, I think, who scored. Yeah, I think oh. Ben Teke and Townsend got the assists. Yeah, well, that was a. That was a really good one. We went back from 1-0 down in which we looked dreadful in the first half to then come out and score twice and, well, beat them. I mean, we, I think after that we'd gone... I think we were level on points with um, Brighton. Where is that the league now? He's like five. Uh, we're just outside the relegations. I'll have to check what oh, yes. position we're in. But, um, yeah, I, I, we've had a massive upturn in fortunes. Um during December and early January. Yeah, to be honest, like I thought he was going to get relegated, like definitely. But to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if he's do stay up now. Oh yeah, I mean, every pundit in November was saying we're going to get relegated. No pundits now are saying we're going to get relegated because we yeah. just we've actually started playing football well, which is a. What's I, a I think it'll be Palace. Swansea, Newcastle, and Bournemouth. To be honest, we'll probably. Oh, yeah, we're currently 14th for level on points of Newcastle, one point off Brighton. That's Speak. a good position then. I know we've well, it's an increase on. Where we were before, and speaking of Brighton, we then played them. Lost 2 1 in the cup. Many points about this. First of all, they couldn't even fill the stadium. Pathetic. Second of all, it was a Glenmurray handball. Third of all, Sacco's goal. Weren't the, uh, weren't the using video technology for that game? Yeah. Yeah, it's the first time in British football. If that. First of all, I don't like VAR in the first place, I think it ruins football. Yeah, well, I think that. Why though? Because then it takes all the excitement out of it. Well, no, because. So you would rather two, three blokes. No, I'd rather it be fair. You don't have that. those controversial decisions yeah. in the game. 
Because like, one of the most iconic moments in football, the 1966 World Cup final, in which the ball did not go over the line, if we had VAR then, well, we wouldn't have won the World Cup. And th that's a very controversial decision. They got us back in 2010. I believe we should have goal line technology, because that's fair. But I don't believe we should have VAR, because that ruins the excitement of football. Yeah, but you're also, sorry to turn that, but wait, your club or your team on the other trust end. Trust me, I've it. had that, but then we've had other moments in which... If VAR was there, we would have been on the receiving end of that, and it evens itself out over time. Yeah, and then it ju it just becomes iconic moments for your club. It creates cult heroes. It creates great moments with VAR. You, it's like in the uh, in Australia, many people say that VAR has actually ruined football there because it's that it's just that long between decisions. And even then, with VAR, the, apparently it wasn't clear enough to make a concise decision on the Glen Murray thing. So it could, it was. From what I saw, it looked like a handball, but the, apparently the VAR wasn't clear enough to say it was a handball or not. So if VAR isn't even good enough to do its own job, what's the point in having it in football? Yeah, it shouldn't be introduced now. Fair enough, later down the line, when it's more advanced, you can yeah. actually tell what's actually happening. From from the screen I saw that was on the side of the thing, like BE Sport had zoomed in on it, there was four screens. Mm. One was of the goal line, which you could switch between the Brighton and the Palace goal. One was, it was then three of them were like FIFA angles in which you were quite up high. What decision are you going to make from that? Uh, but it's there was the the camera angles are dreadful and it I just can't stand. If it fine if VAR did its job, you could make an argument for it. But if it can't even do its job, what's the point in having it? You're just wasting a lot of money on a piece of infrastructure which doesn't benefit anybody. Yeah, yeah. especially if it's not fast. Like if you're yeah. waiting for like ten, twenty minutes just to find out a decision, it's. Yeah. No yeah, point yeah. of it really. I mean, in Champions League last year, didn't they? Yeah. In one of the buying games, and it took like 15 minutes of like the crowd not knowing what was going on or anything until the decision was decided. Yeah, obviously, that's not good for the fans. But if it's like, if it's going to mean the difference between winning a cup or not, then like, it's, it's surely it's just going to be better. Yeah. I know, no, I, like, I, like, I like those controversial. Yeah, it's more fun having a controversial decision and an iconic moment than this bureaucratic game in which everything is regulated and deemed yes or no. It's like it's like Maradona's like hand of God. Yeah. Like iconic moment in football. But if VAR was shouldn't there. have happened. Yeah, but yeah, but it happened and it is iconic and it's one of the greatest moments in football. For the yeah. wrong reasons though. But it's still a great moment in football. Adding VAR into that situation will not it will just it will make football worse. And also the another problem with VAR is that the one person needs to see it, the referee, can't see it. Mm. He doesn't see it. The assistant does. And so does the fourth official. And so do three blokes in a TV studio in London. Why isn't the referee seeing it? Well, I, I mean, I'm thinking the Club World Cup, they were allowed to run over and look at the screen. Yeah, but were. in England, they're not... Al in English football, they're not going to be allowed to do that. Because I think that will mm. slow down play. VAR is already slowing down play and making it more boring to watch. Yeah, yeah, it definitely should be in the game. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on from that. From to uh, Chelsea, who over Christmas who beat Ch Stoke five nil. Yeah, we've uh, been performing quite well. I was a bit disappointed. Well, obviously we played uh, brilliantly against Stoke, but uh, I was a bit disappointed not to get the win over uh, Arsenal, even though it wasn't a penalty against uh, well for Hazard against Bellerin. Like if you see, he um, he just taps like the underside of his foot, like the bottom of his foot. But um, when he goes down, he's like rolling around holding his uh, shin. So, uh, to be fair, it shouldn't have been a penalty, but I think overall we should have won if Morata could have faced some chances, definitely. Uh, I just don't think he's performed well enough at all. 
I've said I don't like him for quite a while now. Now everyone's going to say that is the argument of a privileged football fan having a world-class striker. He's who gets, not world-class. He gets into the Spain team, that is a definition of world-class. Yeah, but the thing is, we're a title contending team. No, you're um, not. And we've, we've got a striker. Yeah, like, not currently. Right. I mean, if you're well, a title well, no, contending with, team... With, with, the, with the holders, of course we're contending. But, but really, you're not. Man City, yeah. like... We've, 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 still got, we've still got the money and like you know, a fairly decent team. We should be contending and he isn't good enough. For a team like Chelsea. What about what about Conor then? Is he, is he good enough to be Chelsea manager going forward? I mean, he's not doing the worst. Like he could definitely be doing a hell of a lot worse. But I don't know. We'll have to see. I wouldn't like. I think we're quite well. Well, we're definitely well known for sacking managers far too early on. So I'd like to see him stay for definitely another, like, maybe another season, see, and see him out to the end of next season. It's good that Conor stay because Mourinho and Conor fighting shots at each other left, right, and centre. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I just love to see a club like Chelsea falter. I mean, sorry. Well, you are faltering. Whilst you're faltering, there's talks of your manager getting sacked. There's talk of break up in the dressing room. You are faltering by definition. Has that in Cotwell even? Yeah. No. Yeah, I suppose. And even Diego. Unresting the board. Yeah, a lot of clubs are like that like recently. Yeah, but if it's just like Stoke, you don't really care, do you? Cause I it's no Arsenal. I don't have that much of a quarrel with Arsenal. But I, I they're a big a club and they're, they're faltering, as you'd say. Yeah, but I don't hate Arsenal. The I'm point I'm getting... Why, 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 why would you hate Chelsea? Because you're Chelsea, you're new rich. You're nouveau rich. So City. Yeah, but they haven't... The problem with City is they haven't just... They're not... The amount of sticks that you get about their plastic fans is unfair because at least their fans go along and they actually give a good performance verbally. What? What relevance is that for your well, liking Chelsea, not liking Chelsea, and liking City? the reason you don't like Chelsea is because yeah. we knew money, so City. It's, it's the same reason you but, don't like Manchester United. It's the fans. Uh, well, I mean, I don't like. Well, I mean, we don't exactly match fix, I'd say, but United definitely do. Yeah. You can't really say you, you did have a manager that did ma- match fix. Got suspended for ten months. Uh, mm. And also got us where 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 did we end up finishing? We were in like the bottom ten for a hell of a lot of the season. No, because he came at the start of the season, didn't he? No, that that was the season he left. That was the season. I mean, uh, I'm sure Avram Grant has been done for match fixing at one point. I mean, he is like one of them type of managers who will probably get done for match fixing at one point in his career. Yeah, well, I suppose. Do you manage West Ham? Yeah, you manage West Ham. Avram Grant. He's been out. He's been everywhere. But um, anyway, you then went on to. Well, actually, you already talked about Arsenal, and you then failed to beat Norwich in the cup this weekend. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's standard, isn't it? I think there was eleven ties this FA Cup round. Well, there was eleven draws. Yeah, yeah. Should be doing better really against Norwich. I know. Like, I know. I can't really say much because Liverpool do tend to slip up against lower teams, but it's Chelsea. The amount of money they invest in their team, they should definitely Just be doing seventy-five better. million on a defender. A quality yeah, defender. That, yeah, and you have strength and depth. A seventy-five million mm. defender who scored the winner in the Merseyside derby. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it was good to see. Although the next day, Coutinho did leave, so he kind of ruined my um, weekend, to be honest. I'm excited to see where that uh, investment goes. 
some nice, some nice new like yacht for your owner, and then maybe like see coming a, from a, a Chelsea a, fan, a <laughs> see, I don't mind. We, we've I, he actually put money into the team and then buys himself stuff. Yeah, you know, it's like Jan get Maris, it's fine. And then there's Fikir. I mean, he's probably he's he's really having a medical soon. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've heard that um, he's in Qatar, where the Liverpool squad is right now. I think they're still there. And uh, we've held talks with his representatives. So, I guess we'll just see where... Yeah, he's he's, he's playing, been, uh, playing quite well this season. Yeah, he's Leicester, been exactly, so he'll be getting a move. So he should, in theory, be getting a move to a bigger club, i.e. Liverpool. Yeah, I think so, he started yeah, his season, uh, eight goals. Then should be moving to a bigger club. No, because Zaha is from South London and therefore has more loyalty. And Rooney was from Everton. That's Rooney. He's not exactly the smartest tool in the box, is he? It's definitely smarter going from Everton to Manchester United. No, but that's not the point I'm trying to... Manchester United... Having lo- this... No, this is... No. <laughs> that's why it was smart on his part. This is what I go on about you for being just when you don't... Like, the, what, there has not been a one-club player at your club for... Ages. Well, I mean, Terry. Well, he's moved now. Yeah, he's gone. To, that's the thing. I'm, you, you, the management. I'm not. I'm gonna go with Chelsea one time. I'm gonna go with the management. Don't value like the loyalty. Like, no, we, I'm, we I'm got sure, a lot of loyalty. I'm, sure, to I'm be sure, fair. sure Terry would have stayed at that club until he retired, or given a chance, he would have retired this last season. Where, yeah. Did he? Where did he go this season to Villa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did, didn't he? Well, I'm sure he would have retired this season for Chelsea if it just kept him on. Like I'm sure. We had players like Glenn Murray who would have retired. Emily wasn't a born club man, but he's he had legendary status at the club. Zaha, if he wasn't tricked into a move to Man United by Fergie, he he's by far the most one of the more loyal players in the Premier League currently. Because mm. he's had chances to move to City, Spurs, and probably back to United, but he stayed with Paz because he knows he's going to get game time. And he knows the fans. Well, I'm sorry, if, if, even if Zaha leaves now, I don't think Palace fans will be that annoyed with him because he's, he's he's definitely served as well. Yeah, as the old mantra goes, play for the um, play for what's on front of us. We'll remember the name on the back. As long as, long as you don't leave midway through the season, I mean, it's all right really yeah. if he goes in <laughs> summer. Anyway, Andrew, let's move on to Spurs who beat Southampton five two. Yeah, it, it was a good game. Hurricane obviously scored a hat trick again. Yeah, again, <laughs> and uh, it, it was a good game. We dominated, but uh, there's still a thing of I, th- I think we're a bit leaky defensive. Uh, after because uh, Aldweiled has has obviously uh, got injured a few months mm-hmm. ago, and we seemed a, a bit shaky as like as like we see in like the very next match against uh, West Ham. One one. Yeah, one one. To fair, the both both goals that they were good goals. That was it Arnovich just scored for West Ham? No, it was Obiang. Yeah, it was a screamer. I think Sons was better though. Yeah, uh, in my opinion. Wasn't it like the only shot? Yeah, it was the first <laughs> shot on target. Uh, first goal. Oh, it, it was very good. Obiang hasn't actually been performed this season either. So, yeah, he done well there. Yeah. 
it, it was a very good game, even though we did draw. So how many how many hat tricks is off again to close off twenty seventeen? Was it eleven? No, no, it was. I think it was eight. Was it eight? Yeah. Yeah, I, I heard eight. I think. Was he was he top scorer in the whole of football? Yeah, in the yeah. whole of year, and he broke Alan Shearer's record for the most Premier League goals in a year. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. thirty nine now as a record. Mm. Do you see him player of the month? I think he kind of has to, really. Yeah. I know, there's been a lot of players that have been... There's a lot of like yeah, quality players, and Alvich, Mares, Otamendi, Sahar isn't in there. You know, that's because there's a no- massive media campaign Lingard's against Crystal Palace. Well. Disgrace. Anyway, let's move on to uh, the the FA Cup match, I suppose, which was 3-0 against Wimbledon. Wimbledon, of course, returning to Wembley 30 years after their FA Cup win against Liverpool with the crazy gang did anyone actually watch this because I didn't I, I, know, I, 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 I watched match of the day and then <laughs> I just but either way I mean nice to see Wimbledon get in there very yeah. nice especially after the problems they've had in recent years against the MK it were Tottenham job move in the FA Cup sorry it were Tottenham job move in the FA Cup uh, Newport County oh big uh, up Newport GLC Massive and let's move on to <laughs> Red's talk now. Working to Academy Radio. Over the Christmas break, we had a 2-2 draw with Lancaster on Boxing Day, in which Phil McClucky and Connor Tinian scored, equalising both times with Lancaster. I was originally going to go to this uh, away game, but it's on Boxing Day, and of course you have other priorities, sadly, to football. But um, yeah, we... By this time, we'd had an exceedingly good run of games, in which this was only like our third draw in a fair amount, in a very good amount of games. Then we played Stafford away, a two-one result with again Connor and Phil, Phil McClucky scoring. Um, this was this again added to the win, which in which we went into New Year on an unbeaten streak since November. But then we played Whitby at home, in which was a loss, but a very, very nice goal by Nathan Waterson, who finally got his start and, well, I think he actually proved it by scoring the first goal. Apparently, the defending was a bit um, shambolic against Whitby, from what I've heard. I wasn't there because I was stuck in Yorkshire doing bugger all, which I'd much rather be watching the Mighty Reds. But um, overall, the um, this year has been... Well, since the new season has started, been superb for um, Reds. Going into New Year unbeaten, and now we're fourth with ten points off the top. I mean, admittedly, the other teams have got game in hands, but still, with um, ten points off the top, it's a superb. Um, with your current form, can you see you catching? Oh, definitely. I mean, Shaw Lane, who were the um, original leaders, were um, are behind us now. I mean, we were, me- we were meant to be playing them week just gone, and yet. We managed to, um, it got postponed by waterlogged pitch. I thought it would have been frozen, but no, apparently waterlogged. But still, anyway, superb showing by Reds. Uh, you've been doing very good recently. Oh, massively. Um, yeah. I think I retweeted on the thing from BBC Sport Cumbria that uh, we've the form going into uh, 2017 and sorry, 2018. And it is an absolutely superb run of form, probably the best um, we've had in. Many years, so I'll leave this. Fo- uh, this form will drop off soon. I think it's starting to now because we've started to falter and slow down. What's, but anyway, 
Well, how like do you like the playoffs? You you're going to the playoffs, one yes. Is it the top six? No, it's the top five because top the first one number first place goes up and actually then the next four go into the playoffs. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, in fact, very cutthroat league. Annoying. We've been the cutthroat. We've been the. Uh, We've been in the cutthroat. We've been in the uh, promotion places for the past three seasons. We got knocked out in the first round in the first season. Then we went to the final against Salford City in season after. Then we got knocked out by... We got knocked out last year. That's well, anyway. Now we're going to move on to the mighty million pound drug. Working to the Academy Radio. Genuinely, if you do not get this, you do not deserve to be on this podcast. My name is Edison Rantes de Nascimento. Stop. Edison. The Man City goalkeeper, Edison. No. And I'm not going to accept that one. I want his name that he's most widely known by. Cavani? No. Um. Don't know, I'll be honest. Okay. I am five foot eight. Stop. It may sound a bit stupid, but I'm just going to take a guess. South American name, that. Alexis Sanchez. Incorrect. Well, good guess, though. Shout. At the end of my career, I played in New York. Stop. No. Okay. I wish you didn't stop. You were just thinking like Thierry Henry there or something like that. No, I wasn't. No, anyway, anyway. Uh, this may sound stupid like like Carl. Where is it, Pearl? Pirlo. Yeah, Pirlo. No. Pirlo. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't understand what you're saying there. I scored 77 goals in 92 appearances for my country. Stop. David Villa. Incorrect. I'm, trying, I'm still trying to think of New York okay. players. Yeah. In the TV show Fantasy Football, I had a feature named after me, which is called, insert name here, was crap. He was worse than Jason Lee. Do you actually know who Jason Lee is? No. no. Oh, you're missing out. Pineapple Ed. He's played for Notts Forest. Oh, no, I think I might. No. Not not the player that played there. I was ringing if you think you know, answer. I know it's not Jason Lee. Um, I won top scorer on 11 occasions. I bet we're not going to get this. <laughs> no, we're probably not going to get right. this. In 1997, I received an honorary knighthood. <laughs> I need time, eh? Okay. Oh. I- here's your time now. <laughs> I know there's. I'm trying to think of MLS players and it's hard because yeah. there's nothing. Stop. Wait, no. I was going to say Robbie Keane. Anyway, I never said it was MLS, it could have been Nazzle, but anyway, it was. Working to the Pele. Ah, well. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Pele. Ah. The renowned greatest footballer there ever was. I was thinking more. And three members. In a football podcast, couldn't guess. Oh, yeah. Who calls him? Who calls him Edison? Yeah. I never and said, no one remember. I, I never said Edison. I said Edson Arantes yeah. oh, well, Nascimento. And come on, mo- most and football. You know, I just remember. Well, I don't obviously remember, but I just knew he played for Santos for what was it like eleven, no, fourteen seasons. I think. Yeah, well, yeah. that's why I don't rate him. He yeah, played in what? South America. But the the New York City Cosmos. Is uh, New York yeah. Cosmos, who yeah. are trying to get back into MLS. And come on, you should know. In the TV show, it was called Pele was crap. He was worse than Jason Lee. Of course, I am censoring the original word, but still, we will move on now to the fancy five aside. 
Working to Academy Radio. Okay, we finished the Premier League five aside. Now we're moving on to the Champions League. After this, we'll probably do England over World Cup, depending on when we finish. Anyway, Andrew, who are you picking? I'm picking Iker Casillas. Obviously, he, he's won multiple Champions Leagues. You don't have to do your explanation yet. We're just going to go around and we're going to see you. <laughs> Dylan, who are you doing? Uh, Victor Valdez. And Carl? Uh, Edwin van der Sar. Um, Andrew, you carry on with your premature explanation. <laughs> um, well, he's, he's won multiple Champions Leagues. He, he won his like first Champions League very young, very young at Real Madrid. I think like eighteen or something. It was it was a it was a very early Champions League when he had a barren spell. Yeah, he, he was obviously very good. He he definitely d- deserved the trophy. Mm. That's about it. Yeah, Dylan. Yeah, well, Valdez. I mean, he's won what two, three Champions League trophies. Uh, one of just one of the best goalkeepers in the world. He always showed up in those crucial Champions League games, um, and it shows how good of a keeper he was because of how long he spent at Barcelona. And of course, he did win the most cham- Champions League and European Cups out of any goalkeeper. Yeah, I think in the modern era since yeah. 1980. He's just quality, well-rounded keeper, and it shows how good of a keeper he was because he played for Barcelona and they didn't replace him for years. No. So, that's my pick. Yeah, I've just gone for Edwin van der Sar because he uh, played for what probably one of the greatest teams ever. That lineup for United. What's that first for? What a radio feature that is. Well, anyway, go on. Yeah, and yeah, I think he won two Champions Leagues. Uh, he's he's just solid, really. He's one of the best keepers ever, undoubtedly. Anyway, I shall pick. Iker Casillas. Yeah. <laughs> As of course he is, he had that, um, what, two, five years spell of being the greatest keeper and in that time he did win a fair amount with Real Madrid. Anyway, that is all this week from Popular Side Pod, the short round of after Christmas. But, and very sorry for the short time, but we can't act of God. Anyway, that's about <laughs> <laughs> bye from me, Fingal. Bye from me, Andrew. Uh, bye from me, Dylan. And bye from me, Carl. And I would say collective, goodbye. <laughs>